Is this like our official intro music now? We've had this a few times, Will. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I think <laughs> I should, uh, I should change it up. Oh, okay. All right. Didn't mean to call you out. I was curious. I thought. Well, you did. Well, it has a really kind of intro sound to it. So. Yeah. I get a lot of uh, messages of people trying to guess the song or asking me what it is. Oh, okay. Cool. So I think I should update um this is still from imax right i believe so oh yeah yeah yeah. so shout out to him check him out on youtube soundcloud wherever shout out india is uh, planning homegrown operating system to rival ios and android that's some uh ambitious yeah goals right there to rival only the two most successful operating systems ever uh Sounds i would fun i would I even, like to check it out i didn't even know where to start thank goodness i'm not the one being tasked by the government to build it did they come over and point at me hey you over there we we want an operating system to rival ios and android you have two weeks <laughs> i'll uh i'll get on it the Indian government is planning to incentivize the creation of an indigenous mobile operating system to rival iOS and Android. The Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology has announced via the Economic Times. The proposal announced on Monday by Minister of State for Electronics and IT, Rajiv Chandrasekhar, will encourage the technology industry to create a homegrown Indian mobile OS explicitly intended to create an alternative to iOS and Android in India. So this is part of this move from the top down to have homegrown alternatives in general, mm. whether it be uh, social media or in this case, an entire operating system. Mm -hmm. uh, however, it... Well, this one specifically, this isn't any one app. This is uh, incredible, in an incredibly difficult thing to do. W w could they even, from the ground up, approach such a thing at this point? Because you think of interoperability, you think of app mm -hmm. stores. You, yeah. Is it going to run Android apps still? Uh, it would have to be some kind of skin, some kind of Android skin. I mean, I know that's not what they're saying here. They're saying an OS. I mean, Huawei did it. I guess a completely new operating system. Is it completely new, or does it have any Android source in there? Uh, anyway, the project fits <laughs> in with Prime Minister uh, Modi's aim to create domestic leaders across multiple industries and product categories, as well as bolster the country's technology industry. The Indian government has unveiled a roadmap to achieve 300 billion worth of electronics manufacturing in the country. Well, that has been going on uh, increasingly. Even with Apple, they've been moving production to India, even for the latest devices. Mm -hmm. Mass production iPhone 13 is set to start in uh, next month, and they're finally going to get a retail store. So some of those moves from the government seem to have had some kind of an impact here on uh, technology companies moving a portion of their manufacturing to uh india itself they they had some policies around tariffs and things in order to incentivize some of that movement mm -hmm. um 
But I don't know. I think there's other external forces as well that probably play some sort of a role. Affordability, skilled labor, when it comes to manufacturing things there. Um, yeah, if they're, if they're truly trying to have a ground-up operating system, then it's going to be very, very expensive, for one. And there's going to be need to be incentives across the board developers. for... Developers. Yeah, for developers of the apps that are going to run in such places. And that will be comparable to the alternatives because they're not going to shut off the tap to the other devices that are available. Now, it's important to note that this, uh, this particular incentive would probably have a bigger impact on Android than iOS because most of the devices in that country are Android devices. Mm -hmm. um, however, uh, like I said, it's very ambitious. That's what I would say. If anybody asks my opinion, and they are not asking my opinion, and they do have billions of dollars, but I say this is a very ambitious task here. Yeah. Let's just, can we skin Android, please? S sir, would it be all right for me to, like, start with Android as a base and throw some government skins on it? Mm -hmm. I think that this, uh, if they're going to build it from the ground up, it's going to be long term. Mm -hmm. And initially, it's probably going to be bare bones. I guess at this point, at that point, if you've done such things, you might as well do the hardware, too. Mm -hmm. You might as well have you have government OS and government hardware. Now, this is a good point to actually ask locals there. Would you be at all interested in a government OS, government-funded OS, and government-funded hardware? <laughs> I mean, it seems so strange, right? Especially in this era where it's so competitive. There's so many smartphone brands competing for your money aggressively. Mm -hmm. in increasingly you're getting more for less with a lot of brands particularly in india you have a ton of selection but, it's hard to imagine how this proposition would be seen as superior even if you had tremendous pride in you and you and you loved the idea of homegrown mm -hmm. talent and homegrown products still it's hard to imagine that it could be competitive without mm -hmm. bleeding a tremendous amount of money to or or somehow punishing the other players who are trying to get their products into the country. Right. It's a tough, tough one. YouTube CEO hints at a potential at potential NFT features. Shortly after Twitter mentioned uh, NFT features as part of Twitter Blue, Susan now says the company is looking to help creators capitalize on emerging technologies. Mm. Yeah, she saw the Nel the Nelk video. Yeah. She it's saw like we're missing out. the MetaCard. She's like Wait, wait a second. She's like, is that $30 million? Because we think other creators should also be cashing in and using our platform mm -hmm. in order to do so. Forget about memberships <laughs> and, uh, you and know, premium. NFT ships. Mm -hmm. We're always focused on expanding the YouTube ecosystem to help creators capitalize on emerging technologies, including things like NFTs, while continuing to strengthen and enhance the experiences creators and fans have on YouTube. Well, if you think about it, you can get special uh badges badges mm -hmm. currently as a member of a particular channel now if you could if that could be an nft of sorts that you could also that maybe that badge could go with you elsewhere as a member much like that meta card that you're the you're the best nelk fan mm. or you're the best uh mr beast fan or whatever it happens yeah. to be um the detail was part of, would, how do we say that last name? Wojcicki? I think so. 
her, her latest letter to the YouTube community, which outlines areas the company plans to invest in, like gaming and shopping, and how it plans to support creators looking to Web3 as a source of inspiration, specifically noting the opportunities with crypto, decentralized autonomous organizations, and NFTs. Because you just aren't a business. You're just not a web company in 2022 unless you are looking at Web3 and uh, moving towards Web3. Yes. Get with it. And talking about the terms. Yeah, you're like pretty, DAOs. You're pretty much doing nothing. And dApps. It doesn't matter if DeFi. you're delivering tremendous amounts of video across the planet or if you're uh, Amazon with warehouses and delivering goods and employing. No, no, no. No, 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 no. You are not real until you're looking into Web3. Uh -huh. Then you're a real player in the future. Amazon brings just walk out convenience to the suburbs. Oh, just walk out. Mm -hmm. I know what they mean. They're talking about Amazon Go. Yes. I have yet to interact with such a thing. Um, I am looking forward to it one day, interacting with such things. They should make one in Toronto. Okay. That'll be great. All right, Jeff, you hear that? We'll just, you just do that. Made a demand. And when he makes a demand, when Will Do makes a demand, you better watch it. It's basically a threat when he asks for something. He says it in a really pleasant way. It's basically a threat. Yeah. You're done, bud. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? For? You're actually taking me up on your uh, Bezos threat here? Yeah. Jeez, man. You know this is going on the internet, right? Oh, uh, yeah. He's not threatening Jeff at all. This is We're having fun. Sure. Um, but even if you were, it was in a nice way because you want... One of these go, I, I, go stores. Yeah, I did call him Bud. So, oof. Yeah, uh, we're good. Anyway, this concept you walk in, there's no cashier, you grab what you want, you walk out. Uh, up until now, it's been uh, like fairly limited number, I guess, of mm -hmm. stores, and they've been mostly in urban environments. Now they're bringing the same concept, uh, in this case, to the suburbs, still in Seattle by the looks of it. Mm -hmm. uh, or, in Washington, or Washington, State. Washington State, near Seattle. Yep. Uh, food, snacks, alcohol, few everyday essentials, uh, convenience stores, basically. Mm -hmm. This one is 6,150 square feet located in Mill Creek, Washington, which is 20 miles north of Seattle. So this goes hand in hand with their grocery slash fresh. We talked about them doing the clothing store recently. Yep. I think we even talked about a pilot hair salon at one point. Mm. I'm going back now. Uh, but this is Amazon continuing to reach into absolutely everything to do an efficient job of absolutely everything mm. and uh, have you as a customer no matter what. They will be unavoidable in that future that we were uh, referencing. So 2022, you just walk out the store. You just yes. grab what you want. You walk out the store. That's all you got to do. Tesla now operates the most productive car factory in the U.S., which is might be interesting. That might be surprising to some, considering the fact that we're constantly talking about delays, but it goes to show you the tremendous demand and the uh, need for rapid expansion for Tesla. They've got this huge demand, supplies, and, yes. and, and uh, making things, cars, hard. hard. The only way to deliver is to make it the most efficient as possible. Every single production line. 
Yeah, so, it's tight. It's uh, it makes sense. when you consider all the Teslas around here, they all got to come from right there. It's uh, you know, it's not a huge operation compared to some of the other stuff they've been building, mm-hmm. and the expansion that's happened in in uh, in recent times. But like my car, that car down there came from there. This one right here. Yeah, that's it. You just found it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, when they say most productive, they mean for one singular plant. Uh, let's see here. Bloomberg put together an interesting tracker of production at some of the biggest auto plants in North America, and Tesla's Fremont factory took the number one spot of all individual plants. The Fremont factory, 8,550 cars a week, which is above Toyota, BMW, another Toyota factory, and Ford. It's important to note these other manufacturers, Will, they have many factories, Yes, and like, years and years of experience. Like Toyota's on there twice. Yes. Uh, for the time being, in North America, I think every Tesla you get is coming still from the Fremont factory until the Austin, Texas situation is sorted out and the trucks start to come from there. That's my understanding at the moment. That's my best guess at the moment. Now, you do have other plants elsewhere in the world, but this is only tracking U.S. shipments. And, uh, and there's, and they're, they're not, it's not by a huge margin that Tesla is ahead, but they are ahead. Yeah. I don't know why they have all these squiggly lines here, but the red is supposed to represent Tesla. It's the number of cars per week. Well, dating back to 2012. And as you can see, actually, I'm assuming some of those top lines squiggles up there would have been Toyota that would have peaked back in 2014 at certain plants, probably before they... Expanded Correct. to have some other plant and so on and so forth. But demand plays a role too. There's a lot of factors here, but it is still a thing to be uh proud of, I guess, if you're Tesla, to be able to achieve uh eight eight thousand five hundred and fifty cars a week. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. That was actually Nissan that was way up there at certain plants. Tennessee, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, just click on say click on Ford, for example, at the top. What a beautiful little so look at how many. Wait, is that one plant or all like scroll down? This is just one plant, I'm assuming. But if Kansas you City. but those other the gray, the darker gray lines are other Ford plants, right? Yes. Yeah. See, so yeah. Ford has so many plants. And click on General Motors. So many plants. Uh give me a Honda. Still a That's lot okay. of plants. Yeah. G- give me a Stellantis. Bang. Wow. Give me quite a, a lot. Give me a Yoda. Bingo. So anyway, that's why you got to take this for what it is. But the key is if you look at Tesla, Tesla's red line there, they came out of nowhere. They came out of no man's land. They came out of we don't exist yet to that point. So that if you look at the trajectory, it's very impressive from, from where it was even in just 2016. Yeah. American, American car company. Congrats. So anyway, whatever. I think it's... I think it's pretty cool. 8,550 vehicles delivered. And people still want more. People are still waiting. Can't get enough of it. Elon Musk urges McDonald's to accept Dogecoin and promises to eat a Happy Meal in return. See, they made as many cars as they can per week uh, in Fremont. And uh, there's a lull at SpaceX, you know, in between. And so the most important thing to do today is to tweet at McDonald's. Yeah. Come at me, McDonald's. For Elon, because he's got to solve this Dogecoin thing, which everyone's waiting. They're like, hey, man, got all this Doge, and you've been too quiet about it lately. What happened to the good old days where 
I had a nice Elon Doge headline every uh, couple of days. Mm-hmm. Happened to those good old days. Because I'm a hodler. Yes. I think we all are. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm actually not when it comes to Doge. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, okay. Anyway, I guess it... That is that a spike from one zero one three eight to one zero one seven six one? One zero seven six one one zero one three eight. Is that a spike? Would you call that a point zero zero six? All right, spike. Yeah, I would say so. All right, it's a little tiny spike. And, you got to give him something. And it's because he. It was a tweet, I guess. Can can do we have the tweet posted here? He said he would eat a happy meal on TV. In the tweet, oh, he was willing to eat a happy meal on TV if McDonald's agreed to accept Dogecoin. It was a some sort of a uh, ultima- oh. ultimatum. And then Burger King replies, "Only a king knows what the coin do, because social media <laughs> managers are trying to be cool. Are on top of it. <laughs> Don't forget it. They're tracking Good all on. this stuff. Okay, why not?" Um, okay, so I'll eat a Happy Meal on TV. I don't know why TV specifically. Okay. Who, who's watching TV? Good morning, America. Yeah, they like just eat it on the internet. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, if McDonald's accepts Dogecoin, and I guess he doesn't assume that they'll actually take him up on it, but he gets 43,000 retweets, 6,000 quote tweets, and 300,000 likes, and the Doge community gets to celebrate for another moment that uh, they're still... Front of mind for what is, at times, the world's richest man. So I'm sure that the Doge community appreciates it. Mm-hmm. Maybe McDonald's does, too, because he got a lot of people thinking about Happy Meals. Yeah. so I'm, I want one right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel like you're halfway there. Yeah. Lamborghini announces an all-electric future will have an electric motor. All-electric future vehicles will have an electric motor. All future vehicles will have an electric motor. All future electric vehicles will have an electric motor. Obviously, electric mm-hmm. vehicles. Um, this is uh, not surprising because parent company VW had really aggressive EV uh, goal, goals yeah. and timelines. Uh, so, And so many other automakers have done similar. I think Mercedes did something similar. A lot of German companies are... Making making these type of claims. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Lamborghini announced that this year is going to be its last for purely combustion engine vehicles. Starting next year, we'll only introduce vehicles with electric motors. Starting with hybrids and plug-in hybrids. Oh, okay. Okay, I see what this is. Not It's not going to be all electric right away. Mm-hmm. But there will be some form of electric motor in there. For a long time, the Italian supercar maker has dismissed the idea of battery electric vehicles. So back in 2018, they say one thing, and then they say something else. But everybody says something else eventually, including us. Like today, we might be, please don't tell me about NFTs anymore. And then a month from now, we'll be like, launching Willie Do Limited NFT. (laughs) Welcome to Doville. (laughs) Willie Doville NFT. Not a bad name. Willie Doville uh minting 10,000 reasonable at 0.75 eth okay yeah that's not too bad <laughs> get in while it's hot <laughs> actually don't do that use your money wisely <laughs> oh well easy jeez man you got all uh 
You got scared. Be responsible you got scared here. there for Not a second. Not financial advice. No, it's like listen. That's the way things go. It's the way the world works. Otherwise, you'll never be saying anything. I always hate that when it's like, you're hey, you flip flopped. Well, yeah, the circumstance changed, and and, and yeah, and, people change. Well, not just people, but also circumstances. Sure. It's, you say elect. I'll, I'll never have. Uh, uh, electric cars will never be a choice for me. And then some company launches one that's better than some other car in every single way. And you're like, oh, yeah, they could be. Mm -hmm. Or uh, all of a sudden there's charging stations everywhere or whatever. Like, it's good to admit that you were wrong about something. Sure. And to, to, to move towards a, a more productive path. It's great. Say, hey, man, I was wrong about that prediction sick now we go down now we're going down this road i mean obviously ideally you want to make accurate predictions but i think we all need that uh, ability to yeah, too much pride gets involved yeah, so social media they bring up the old tweets they're like wait Maurizio, i remember when you said you would yeah. never have a battery you loser our target is to deliver a super sports car and these specifications don't exist with a battery package in terms of energy and power that's what Maurizio said originally what do you say now, Maurizio? That's how Twitter sounds. All Let's of Twitter, cancel them. All of Twitter sounds that way. Yeah. Oh, really? Now you like electric. Uh, okay. With the head movement. I don't, I don't know why my head has to move that way as well. Anyway, I applaud you guys for um, uh, being capable of changing directions. No matter what you think about the electric thing, it's just it's the way things are going. You will have an Aventador or hybrid in 2023. A Urus plug-in hybrid in 2024, a Hurricane hybrid in 2025, and an unnamed all-electric model by 2028, according to the CEO. So times have changed. Things have changed. Change is guaranteed. Everything changes. Mm -hmm. Always. NVIDIA quietly prepares to abandon a $40 billion arm bid. There's a change. That's a change. It's a $40 billion change. We talked about this uh, a little while ago at this point, but uh, there was talks, a proposal for NVIDIA to buy ARM. And there was some pushback at the time that this would, that they would be too powerful. It would consolidate uh, too much uh, in, the, in the chip making space to have them as the same company. So there was some resistance uh, and also around the business model of ARM, like ARM is they do the designs for the chips, right? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of companies kind of depend on them that also make chips and, and just sort of, hey, you know, it's kind of, I guess it's kind of like the Activision deal where people got concerned that, oh, wait a sec. Uh, Call of can Duty. I get, what about Call of Duty? Am I yeah. going to get it on my Sony or whatever? <laughs> Sony, on my Sony, yeah, and it's um, kind of like that. Like, could it create a conflict where, uh, you know, it could be an anti-competitive mm -hmm. scenario? Nvidia has told partners it does not expect. So this is the new news that they think they're going to get shut down. Those pesky regulators. Mm -hmm. Nvidia has told partners that it doesn't expect the transaction to close. According to one person who asked not to be identified because the discussions are private. SoftBank, meanwhile, is stepping up preparations for an ARM initial public offering as an alternative to the NVIDIA takeover, another person said. Uh, the acquisition also faces resistance in China. 
the U.S. Federal Trade Commission first. They sued to stop the transaction in December, arguing that NVIDIA would become too powerful if it gained control of ARM's chip designs. We now control the designs. We now exclusive designs. I watched Dune, remember? Who is that in Dune? I don't know. Somebody in Dune has that voice. Oh, uh, Harkonnen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. That's my favorite guy in the whole thing. He's your boy? The, when they first see him and he's bent over. Mm. The yeah. villain. I'm talking, I guess he's the villain of the movie. Yeah. What? Who, who's the... I don't know. Don't ask me his name. I know because he's in Goodwill Hunting. He was the professor. Yeah, don't... Oh, the actor. You want the actor's the actor, name. Yeah. Oh. Anyways. <clears throat> uh... Goodwill Hunting wasn't that Robin Williams? No, the other guy. Oh, um, okay. You're gonna actually do this right now. Okay. You're gonna take up everybody's afternoon here. <laughs> no, no. Let's continue. No, 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 no. Skarsgård. Easy. <laughs> anyway, it, it the character is ha, has a lot of prosthetics and things going on. So yeah, it's uh, a whole new thing. Anyways, he's but, like a very bloated character. Yeah, bloated, and he floats and. It's just he's the by far the most fun thing in the movie. Sure, in my, yeah. like to see him going around, and he's always having those baths and stuff. Yeah, he's taking his time. That's for sure. You know, but he's also so angry, and mm -hmm. he needs his resources. He likes his. Spice. Am I spoiling anything? I don't think we spoiled. No, I don't think we spoiled anything. No. Anyway, he <laughs> definitely he definitely wants the chip designs. If he can get them, that guy, he'll take it. Anyways, so there's also resistance in China, and the authorities there don't like the takeover. So they don't expect it to get that far, though, because the U.S. is already in. So anyway, a lot, of, a lot of people don't like it. They put their deal together, and everyone's like, yeah, right. Uh, however, the Activision deal, they put it together, and everyone's like, yeah, right, seems good. Yeah, works out. But the Activision deal, well, it was more money. It was, uh, what was it? $70 billion. Mm -hmm. It was more money, uh, but... I guess it, it it wasn't quite as uh it didn't have quite as much potential to overwhelm the whole like there's enough other developers game yeah. game makers can you imagine Sony buys ARM it's like take that Microsoft wow <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense but they get the chip design yeah it's like we can do a big deal too. You know? Oh, we just they just want to spend forty billion. Yeah. No, actually that's you why you got your seventy, I got that's 40. why a lot of other uh develop developer uh development companies, software development companies, game developers, that's why the value went up the day after the deal. Because they were they were thinking, yeah. oh, Sony's gonna make a splash now. Right. They're gonna go buy, buy one of us one day. I don't know. Capcom went up and a couple of other Square. local yeah. Japanese uh uh developers. So Neil Young wants his music pulled from Spotify over Joe Rogan's misinformation report. The old school rocker is sick of Spotify giving a platform to anti-vaccine nonsense through the Joe Rogan experience. It's funny. You never even use that terminology anymore. The Joe Rogan experience. It's called that. But you always just say, oh, I heard that thing or that on guy Rogan. was on. That guy was on Rogan. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But uh, either way. Neil Young is upset. He's joining the list of, well, I guess, upset Spotify workers as well that are upset with uh, uh, Rogan's show. And 
so he's putting his he's trying to leverage his catalog but interestingly he also has sold a portion of his catalog anyway he wants all his music pulled from the streaming service as quickly as possible according to an open letter uh he doesn't like the misinformation the podcast host who signed a hundred million dollar yeah we are we all know rogan's deal i am doing this because spotify is spreading fake information it's weird to say spotify is spreading fake information like i don't why do people have to oversimplify it so much like we're two years old i think spotify because, uh... hey spotify stop spreading what these are platforms people talk on platforms yeah it's an outlet and uh I, if I, you're kind of uh you know having like you you own the outlet essentially why do we have to agree why do we have to why does it be so i don't know they everyone that's the, the thing now you go for the you go and target the employer or the yeah. the uh, that's why everyone's just like i'm gonna take it the to the corporate the sponsor office. or whoever yeah. yeah exactly you demand to speak to the it, we're not capable anymore of just making up our own decision and saying oh i don't want to listen to i'm gonna personally not be a spotify customer okay cool but these demands and the severity of it and um anyway whatever people are passionate including neil young and so he wrote an open letter to his managers that's interesting they can have rogan or young not both okay so that's the ultimatum well I, there's been a lot of um uh pressure already from spotify employees internally and other mm -hmm. people publicly i'm not sure why this would be the thing to put it over the top i'm not sure Mm -hmm. That this would be the one thing that all of a sudden uh, Spotify management is, is like, oh, well, Neil Young said it, so yeah. so now we're done. Uh, okay, so apparently the statement was on Young's website. Why are you laughing at it? Are you belittling uh, Neil Young? No, I like <laughs> Neil Young, man. I, I like Neil Young. It just It's kind of presumptuous that to think that you have that kind of leverage. Right. Where... You're putting an ultimatum on Spotify. You're saying you can have one or the other, but not both. What if it was like Drake? <sighs> I mean, it's a different amount of leverage. Yeah. Right now, in terms of plays, it's a different amount of business for them in terms of plays. But even there's no way Drake would do that. It's Drake or Rogan, uh, not both. There's no. Could be a meme. I, I don't know. I, I just it's a. Uh, I don't know what way you would go about this, but I just think it's a little bit disconnected. It's I'm sure it's possible. Yeah, maybe talk it out. It's possible that this is the thing that puts Spotify over the top, but unlikely based on every all the pressure that's already been right. applied to the situation. Yeah, I hear you. And and so that's all I'm saying. Well, it's mm -hmm. nothing against uh, Neil Young. He's he, he's 76 years old. I mean, he's a legend. He can. He may have even been on Rogan's podcast at one time. I don't even know. But he, yeah, what well, I just hope that maybe they can get together and have a talk. Who? Man to man. Oh, you think that's you're going conspiratorial. This is a way to promote the eventual no, 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 no. episode, just, crossover episode where they go toe to toe. In the uh Young versus Rogan in the in the debate. That's not what I was thinking. Okay. I was just hoping like maybe Rogan just be like, "Hey, just come on the show. Let's talk out 
like man to man. Yeah. So, well, I, I, I yeah, I don't know. That would be fun. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, like I said, I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of d demanding that, uh, the, the platforming stuff, like uh, who's on what and who listens. I, I prefer to have stuff out there and have the ability to choose and, 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 and decide what I want to listen to, what I agree with, what I don't agree with, what I, you know, that's mm -hmm. my take as a listener. Yeah. And, and so and I don't necessarily want one musician on Spotify to decide what's on there and not on there, regardless of what the, I mean, I guess there probably could be some topics that would be even more uh, sensitive. Yeah. You, know, you try to think about a scenario in which like Spotify has been stood by him mm -hmm. and it's been a lot of, you know, but, but business too. Business too, $100 million. I and, mean, we're talking about Spotify And every right time now. his name gets brought up, whether it's from Neil Young or someone else, there's the headline, there's the word Spotify over again. Yeah. And so it's like they keep counting all your controversies, except they count it in the ledger. Mm -hmm. They count it somewhere else. Yeah. I don't know. Are they breaking any laws? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I like this uh, transition here. From that topic to this one. I feel like we have to lighten up the mood. Departing Hong Kong residents fly their pets out of the city on private jets. These are private pet jets. I, I think one of the companies actually called Pet Jet. Uh, owners pay up to $26,000 for chartered flights as COVID rules limit commercial airline services. Apparently, oh, the, the, the jet is called Dog Express. And look at his outfit, by the way. He got the pilot shirt on. Mm -hmm. I don't think. Anybody, How did he get that? I don't think anybody told him he's not flying. <laughs> yeah. like he's, not, I, he's not in control. Man, that dog kind of looks like my dog. Kind of, yeah. Which is weird because my dog is not a Shiba, but it, I just realized how much she Got looks like. Got the markings, yeah. I just realized how much she looks like one. Actually, no. You know what the difference is? Under the eyes. Those black dots under the eyes. Yeah, she, they're not existent on your dog. Nope, she doesn't have those. It kind of, the white blends into the cheek. Yes, you're right. You're correct. But her uh, posture and build is almost, it's very similar. Mm. Anyway, uh, Caviar flew from Hong Kong to the UK. That's, I guess, the name of this dog here. On a Dog <laughs> Express jet in December, the pet travel company has three private jet flights scheduled in the coming months. They just pack it full of uh, dogs, uh, uh, cats. Uh, I think they even said some rabbits. I'm guessing they get their own seat. <laughs> I guess right? I don't know they're flying better than they're we definitely are. not in a cage oh that's a good point you don't like the cage I mean what if they hurt each other uh right? well they probably got like a leash they probably can't move around too too much yeah I don't know I don't know well I don't know the answer well they're they're very... really expensive dogs so they might have etiquette <laughs> royalty etiquette oh they're like well trained <laughs> yeah yeah well the ticket if the ticket's worth 27 26 grand. Yeah. Uh, I would assume they have a system for making sure the dogs don't kill each other because you just paid 26 grand to move them somewhere. Sure, yeah. Um, the city has a zero COVID regime, which has led to soaring cargo rates and flight cancellations. People are grouping together to use private jets at a cost of about 25665 for each owner with their pet company companies and individuals say so i guess do they get to go on with their pet or is it just the pet 
itself, I guess, doesn't really matter. It's expensive. Uh, according to Chris Phillips, there's a huge demand. People want to get their pets back, and I guess they've already moved uh, left Hong Kong. So cats, dogs, and rabbits are making their way to a number of countries, primarily the UK, Australia, and Canada. Hmm. So, uh, that's a long way. I guess a long way for a dog to fly. Hong Kong to Canada. Vancouver is not that far. I mean, oh, what is right. that, like yeah, ten, ten, right. ten hours right. or something? Maybe not even. Uh, Australia no. would be far. Uh, from Hong Kong, it's okay. Oh, really? Uh, well, we 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 flew into Hong Kong last time we were there. What what was it? Even from here, it wasn't that long. It was like eleven. No, maybe not even. Wait a sec. It must only be from Vancouver to Hong Kong. Must only be like six hours or something. Maybe seven. Right. Pacific. Let's yeah. get to the bottom of this because 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 now oh, that boy. we're here, people are very upset. Okay, so just Hong Kong to Vancouver. I mean, we flew into there. We need to know this type of thing. But I don't remember. Did we have a stopover in Vancouver? No, we went straight. It's eleven hours. What? Nonstop. What? Yeah, it's far, dude. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Can I think our flight. Was okay, like give us. Give us. Let's do Toronto. Toronto, Hong Kong. Connecting. Those are all connecting. <laughs> now we're just searching for flights. We can't even go to Hong Kong. Uh, I think Cathay Pacific. Pa Cathay Pacific does a direct, or maybe because of COVID, they don't do it anymore. I don't think that. I don't think they do it. That's what we did, man. Don't you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the flight. I. It wasn't. It was like over ten hours. That's for we sure. were direct. We were direct though, right? Yes. Okay, so we went direct from here, and it was probably like, well, I guess if it must have been like thirteen hours or something around there, yeah. And then from Vancouver is like ten, ten sure. or eleven or something. Anyway, okay, you're right. It's a long flight for a dog, but I don't think the dog cares. Dogs just sleep, right? Uh, on the, on a private jet, the dog probably getting food and yeah, they're having a it's probably doggy time. entertainment on there on a TV. Uh huh. So, watching Homeward Bound. <laughs> Wait, doesn't the dog die in that or something? Yeah. Oh, don't you don't want to don't a, show him that? A, don't yeah. show him that. It's supposed to be feel good. Anyway, people are pay, well, willing to pay tremendous amounts of money to try to get their pets out of Hong Kong right it's now. It's a cool experience. That's the that's the story of the day. Uh, as far as why people are getting out of Hong Kong, I guess it's a political component to it, COVID uh. component to it. There's a lot to it. Will's not going there. He switched subjects already. Mm -hmm. Solving VR's infinite walking problem with moon boots. Oh, who's ever going to solve VR's walking problem? It seems so difficult to solve. Yeah, we've seen some before. Well, mostly some you just solutions. have like slippery feet and you're just like. Yeah. And, go, and it's just, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's sound. not really convincing. It's about the continuity of experience. It's about maintaining that immersion. It's about the ease of use. And the learning curve, not needing to teach somebody how to use VR, but being able to put on the headset and experience the virtual world naturally. That's what we're focusing on. So that's the CEO of a company called Ecto VR, and they invented a pair of chunky cyberpunk looking moonwalking boots, which are strictly to be used in virtual reality. So you feel like you're walking and they look intimidating to say the least, but they do kind of look like moon boots. They have RGB. Of course they have RGB. Nice. They but, got the Vive uh, sensors on there. So I'm guessing you sort of pick up your foot. Wait a second. What? How? How? how wait, what? If you're still walking around. 
Oh, is there a treadmill? No. What's going on here? How how come how come it looked like he was actually progressing in the room? Oh, he's not. Oh, he's, there is a treadmill. No, it's Wait not a, a treadmill. The, a treadmill. The, the boots are doing it themselves. They're man. just slippery. Yeah, no, it's like it's like a a roller or something. Oh my god, that's intense. Interesting. What's he doing in VR? Did you notice he's like turning <laughs> off a gas line? <laughs> what is that game? Oh, stairs, ladders. Wow, that's you that's know Half Life. It's actually pretty yeah. cool. Half-Life Alex. Those cannot be cheap, though. Ecto VR. You're going to pay some money for that. Anyway, that's you. That's future you, Will. See the smile on your face? Yeah, that's a great time. Enable effective... They're not even going after gamers right away. They know it's going to be too much money. Enable effective training simulations. Improve safety and... Pro that's why he was turning off a gas line. Oh, right, yeah. They, 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 it's going to be military. It's going to be industrial. Because they're the ones with the... Uh, budget to be spending on this type of thing. And then they'll do a little half-life on the side. <laughs> yeah. A tiny bit. Uh, I mean, they're... How much do you think it'll... Be? It's going to be a lot, man. I don't even think they're going to tell you. Maybe they will. But... Um, I checked. I couldn't find no, the price. No price. Okay. I, I don't... Ten grand? I don't know. Five grand? Look at it. It's got... It's, it's got there's, years. There's a lot of mechanical stuff. A lot of mechanical going on there. Actuators. Seems like it's uh, 3D printed as well, some parts. That's well, I see cool. a lot of carbon fiber in there too. Yeah. It's, woof. You got to assume that it's not like a large market, high volume thing yet. And anytime that's the case and it's more <laughs> bespoke, you're paying for it. Because mm -hmm. it's just, you know, economies of scale. Driver who stopped to help when truck carrying 100 lab monkeys crashed in Pennsylvania and put her hand in one of the cages says she now has a cough and pink eye after one of the macaques hissed in her face. Oh. What a headline. Man, when you get into the Daily Mail side of the internet, things, it's a whole different set of rules, the way they write it. Mm -hmm. The headline is a paragraph, and then the subheadings are all bold. <laughs> it's like, where is the article? Yeah. They got their own rules. Woman who stopped to help monkeys in a truck crash is now feeling unwell. So uh -oh. she so she had be she was basically driving behind a truck full of monkeys. Mm -hmm. Why was there a truck full of monkeys? Lab. Lab monkeys. Perfect. Sound like a beginning of a movie or something. Mm -hmm. So they crashed. The monkeys are out there. And she approached. Apparently, she claims she gets sick from one of them. She's begun a course of antiviral drugs to prevent rabies. The last of the four escaped monkeys were accounted for by late Saturday. Oh, man. So oh. they're all caught, right? Pennsylvania, no one that's... Pennsylvania residents have been warned not to engage a crab-eating macaque that escaped from a truck carrying. So they got a, they put a notice out. If you see the monkey, do not engage. Oh, so there's one that's out there. No, he's caught too, I think. Oh, okay. He or her or whatever. Crates with live monkeys inside were strewn across State Route 54 in Danville, 130 miles from Philadelphia after the crash. A witness said he thought he saw a cat run across the road before making the shocking... This is like a Disney movie. The cat runs across the, the road and the monkeys get set free. 
like the cat was mm. meaning to do what it did. Yeah. So the driver goes to steer to avoid the cat, and the cat's like, <laughs> in hilarious fashion. Exactly. And then the monkeys, I'm, although I'm sure it's not funny at all, probably some of those monkeys were cooked. <laughs> like not actually cooked, but just dead. Yeah. After, I mean, how are you going to crash with a hundred of them and they're all in good shape after they, they said they're accounted for, but does that mean alive? No, probably not. She said, I was close to the monkeys. I touched the crates. I walked through their feces. I was very close. I called a helpline to inquire. You know, was I safe? Because the monkey did hiss at me and there were feces around and I did have an open cut. Oh my God, this is a oh, terrible scenario right here. Whatever's going on. Is this is her here? Yeah. Uh, would you do this? If you see like a truck that's been crashed and monkeys are all, all <laughs> over the place, would you try to help? What? What can you do? That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, like, I mean, I assume she's trying to get to the driver less, yeah. more so than the monkeys. So I might go try to help the driver but the monkeys themselves i'm not going to try to wrangle them i don't even know i don't have any information about these mm -hmm. animals but maybe that's what she was doing maybe she was trying to get to the driver if the driver was injured but wouldn't you say that in this article because it seems like me like she's trying to rescue the monkeys this is the daily mail man. what can you <laughs> what a day i try to help out in an accident scene was told there were cats in the crates, so I go over to pet them to find out it's monkeys. Then I notice there are three in each, and I was completely broken. This is, wow, the way this is written, this Facebook post. The other was half broken, so I knew four got away. So come home, go to bed. My aunt runs into new crew, was asked to do inter... What? What is this writing? <laughs> Then find out not to get close to monkey. We tried to pet one. I touched the creates. Is this a symptom of uh, and, being bit by one of these monkeys here? And walk in poop. Oh, then boy. was told to met police at the scene to talk about exposure. News crew was the, I thought they were CDC. So I to them. Wow, she is out of it. She she must be on medication or something going on here. End up doing interviews. Talk to police and the lady. I will getting I'm I'm will getting a letter. Oh boy. Symptoms are COVID. Like seriously, a day from hell. So she thought she was saving cats by the I mean, it's tough to decode that message, but <clears throat> She thought she was saving cats going up to the crates, but they were monkeys. She got hissed at, and then she thinks she got COVID from a monkey, essentially. Yeah. Uh, they look pretty tidy in the crates. I but... think this is the repacking. Oh, okay. But okay. I, I agree, I, you monkeys. know, I agree with your apprehension. For me, if the thing is crashed, I'm going to focus my attention mostly on the driver and less so on the uh, animals in the crates. But I don't know, man. When, when, it's, all, when it's going down... You don't know where you're, what you're going to look at. And maybe you're walking up and then all of a sudden yeah, you're like, damn. Accidentally. These, and you just like look at the thing. You're like, whoa, there's a monkey in there. And then it and already then hissed at you it. and you're already yeah. dead. And you're already rabies and oh boy. COVID and whatever else. All right, last one. 
Texas woman arrested for attempting to buy a child at Walmart. Oh, I saw this. I saw this headline, but I didn't read the story. Did, yeah. you, did you read it? What? I read it. Yeah. What's uh? So this um, this, this lady, I think headline. she's around forty nine years old. Yeah. Decided to just have a big bunch of cash and um go buy a child from someone that she doesn't know. Um, she and I just feel bad for this Walmart. Because like Walmart has nothing to do with it. It just seems like <laughs> they've been put in this uh, this article just because it's Walmart. But uh, well, it happened because in I the think parking lot. It makes it more relatable. Everyone can imagine a Walmart and a Walmart parking lot, and so therefore you can the the casualness of the transaction kind of. You might think if someone was trying to buy another human, they would have. It some, would be a Walmart. No, exactly. You would, yeah, exactly. You would imagine a, it would be some kind of <laughs> sneaky way. So that it's an important element plus SEO, but it's a sure, but it yeah. is an important element. The fact that the person was brazen enough to just do it in a Walmart parking lot. Mm -hmm. So she went up to the woman at first and said, "Hey, can I buy your child uh, for two hundred fifty thousand dollars?" A one year old. A one year old. Um, and the woman kind of joked it off. The, the woman with the child, she's like, uh -huh, no. And then she's like, 500. And then that's when uh, security got involved and the cops. According to an <laughs> arrest like, hey. affidavit, the mother had a baby in a car seat and her one year, had a baby in a car seat and her one year old in the cart. So she's got two, some, two kids. Wow. So one is one and the other is, that's two kids pretty quick if you got another baby already. Okay. Mm -hmm. Commenting on her son's blonde hair and blue eyes, she then asked how much she could purchase him for. The mom tried to laugh the comment off, thinking Taylor was joking. However, Taylor told her that she had 250000 in the car and would pay that much for him. The mother told her no amount of money would do. Once outside the par parking lot, Taylor confronted the mother again and asked to buy the baby. And then she upgraded the offer to five hundred grand. Saying if she wouldn't take two fifty for him, she would give her five hundred because she wanted him, and she was going to take him. That's so scary. It's like, yeah, this is gonna happen. So here's the money, and I take that baby over there. Oh my god, that is so oh. so weird. She's being held at the Houston County Jail, but you know, it's a weird like when you read something like this, you obviously feel bad for the person who was approached, mm -hmm. the mother. She's distraught after something like that. Mm. Trying to figure out, is this, is this woman a risk? What is she talking about? The kids, obviously, that were there. I mean, I don't know how much they know of what went on, but obviously they had to uh, file a police report. Police probably showed up. It was a weird day for them. Mm -hmm. But then also the woman who wanted the baby and what's going on with her psychologically. Yeah, she might not even have the money. She's just saying that. Just, yeah. just, just what kind of a state just that they would have to be in to to do something like this definitely a cult not not a healthy place to be obviously yeah. and so well they're now being that person's now being held in jail yeah i really i really wonder uh where if any of this money was present was there anything in the car yeah. did, did she what was this five hundred thousand actually even available for this deal and not that it matters it would be crazy if she had the money. I don't like I mean the mother wouldn't the mother bag. wouldn't have responded any differently, but I wonder from a criminal perspective 
the difference there. If she could just say, oh, I was joking around. But then if the money was actually there, uh, the cops would be like, oh, really? I sold my NFTs to get this money. <laughs>